Hey there, sacred friend. You're listening to the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast, and I am your host, Lori A. Andress. This podcast is a place for you to press pause on the busyness of your day-to-day life and reconnect with your authentic self. It's a place to discover your voice of inner wisdom and to become the courageous creator of your adventurous, vibrant, and spirit-filled life. In each episode, we will get raw and real exploring how to bring crystal medicine, ancient spiritual practices, ceremony, ritual, and soulful travel into your everyday life. Grab a cup of tea, light a candle, get cozy, and let's dive in. Mm, Hello, my sacred friends. I am Laurie Andrus, and welcome to this episode of the Crystal Shaman Life Podcast. Hey, I am so excited to be reconnecting with you today on the full moon. Yes, happy full moon, my sacred friend. I hope that you are really enjoying this energy, that you are um, sinking into it and um, feeling feeling a deeper sense of presence in the tension that it's a kind of um, opening up for each of us. Yeah, there there is it there is a little bit of like a, a tension piece here, like almost like a push pull, like like where we can feel ourselves kind of teetering back and forth between old patterns and habits and ways of being and and the things that just kind of get under our skin and create a little bit of scratchiness or frustration or annoyance or or, uh, you know, confusion at times, the things that interfere, you can feel that little bit of attention around that scratchiness. And at the same time, there's a part of ourselves that is, has an awareness of, let's just witness this, let's witness what's showing up. And let's honor it, let's get to the core of what it's about. Let's honor that and lay it down completely, completely, completely lay it down. It's funny because as I was preparing for this episode, um, I had a conversation with a friend of mine and she was telling me about how um, they kept seeing, she and her wife kept seeing snakes. And they were seeing snakes like on this regular basis. And I was like, and they were kind of laughing about it. And, and her wife is the one who's really noticing them. And she's a little uncomfortable with seeing snakes. And so they were talking about what a snake about and stuff like that. And, um, you know, so we were talking about it a little bit more too. And, you know, I actually feel like that is a great animal representation for right now for this full moon, the energy of what we're being invited to do. One of the things that we can begin to see or recognize as we observe and we we begin to pay attention and get to know the energy of snake is that the, the snake, when it sheds its skin, it, it sheds everything all at once, right? And it moves working with the earth to create friction 
to allow all of the skin to shed off at, at one time. And there's an aspect of that that's really incredibly beautiful, that's really graceful. Now, years ago, when I started studying shamanism, um, at my very first class, we were invited to uh, learn a prayer to create sacred space. And um, within that prayer, we were invited to call in the energy of the snake, the energy of the serpent. And one of the phrases in that prayer was, show me the beauty way. And I remember pausing or actually getting kind of tripped up about that phrase, show me the beauty way. And I remember thinking, you know, with all of my Catholic upbringing, all my Catholic roots and stories and overlay of interpretation around snakes and serpents and, and you know, all of the meanings that are there from that, um, that lens of perception, I remember feeling really confused as to how a serpent or the snake was going to show me a path of beauty. And it took me a long time to really understand the beauty of the snake and the path that it was inviting me to recognize. And really what it was inviting me to recognize was the beauty that is created in our lives as we lay down our past, as we lay down what's not serving us in our lives, what's not working for us allowing it to be fully laid upon the earth. And in turn, as we do that, as we do that with grace and ease, as we do that with love and compassion, we actually open our hearts to even deeper love. Yeah, that's a beauty way. That is the beauty way, opening our heart to love. We can move through and lay things down in our lives, things that are complete when we have gratitude for them, when we have appreciation, when we recognize the role they've played, when we recognize where that friction and tension was within our relationships, within our pattern of um, of practice, our way of engaging with other people. And when we begin to see that, and we can begin to have compassion and understanding and acceptance rather than shame or judgment or pushing away of ourselves. When we can begin to um, see ourselves with love, then we can begin to see others with love in ways that are unexpected. And we can begin to actually have freedom from those patterns, those ways of being that we once judged, that we once thought were um, less than, that we, we wanted to pretend were not a part of ourselves. Yeah, this is a really beautiful element. Um, and as we look at this full moon, I think this is a really big part of the full moon. Full moon time in general is an opportunity to let go of what is no longer serving us. Letting go of what's complete, letting go of what we have worked through and being able to expand in more and more into our wholeness, expand into our fresh skin. 
Now, as I was walking and I, I was out preparing mentally for this um, podcast, I came. I was car- actually I was carrying um, with me the stone for this month, the collective stone for this month, which is Danbarite. And we'll talk about that next week in next week's episode when we talk about the crystal altar of the month. But um, Danbarite was with me. And Danbarite's so incredibly connected with the angelic realms, with love. Um, it's that altruistic, you know, energy of um, of really holding a bigger picture vision for the world, and inviting in support in creating it. And in addition to that, there's an element of transformation that's required for all of us to to create space for that love and compassion and vision. And as I was nearing the um, like about the last oh maybe half to quarter mile. Um, of my walk. I was walking down kind of the home stretch, so to speak. And as I'm walking down, I came across um, a, a butterfly wing just on the street. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And I paused and I looked at it and I was like, oh, you know, thank you for this little message. You know, thanks. Thank you, spirit. And um, I thought about picking it up and decided, I think I'll just leave it. I took a couple more steps and there was a second one. And I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) I'll pick both of these up. And so I picked both of them up and um, just allowing myself to receive the message and the gift and recognizing that part of this moon is inviting us to to transmute, transform, to, um, to change or transfigure what it has is complete in our lives, what's no longer working, what's done, and move forward with courage and freedom and to um, step forward freely. It's funny because as I took notes for this full moon, I I was surprised by some of the phrases that I wrote down. Um, And the three phrases, actually four phrases that I wrote down that really surprised me because this is a little different. um, This is more of a new moon energy that I wrote down, but hey, we're going to go with it. Um, (laughs) the, uh, The four phrases were a fresh start, new beginnings, clean slate, and stepping forward with love. Yeah. You know, typically we think about new moon as being a point of new beginnings, but I actually feel like entering into this month of um, August, entering into this full moon, um, I feel like part of the tension that we might, or that friction that I spoke of earlier that we may be feeling or experiencing within ourselves um, is really an opportunity to to soften, to slow down, to look at what is complete, to lay it down and to choose something different. Yeah, to create space to do something completely unexpected, something that is out of our own norm, something that maybe perhaps we never thought we would do, we never imagined we would do. And sometimes those can be really simple little things like um, for for Chris and I this past week, it was going going swimming in Lake Superior um, in, you know, in the end of July instead of, you know, late August, like we typically do. Um, it was much colder, but yet it felt at the same temperature 
Um, it was beautiful. Anyway, uh, you know, letting ourselves do some things that are unexpected. Maybe it is, um, going and spending time with with family and friends uh even though you've felt like you've needed to just kind of retreat and and pull within um letting yourself find a new way to do that maybe maybe it's time at a park maybe it is um just going for a walk and keeping a nice little space you know i think one of the the gifts and challenges that we've had with social distancing is that there's been a bit of isolation and and simultaneously, we've had this opportunity to begin to recognize what it's like to be holy within ourselves and to really know our energy when it's not being bumped up against by a lot of other um, people and experiences and things going on and letting ourselves really land within ourselves, letting ourselves be fully present with everything that's going on within. And I think this full moon is saying, okay, now that we've had this time to really be present within ourselves, what are some of the, the, the edges we want to push in our lives? What is the fresh start we want to create? And what are the things that we want to do or experience a little bit differently in our lives? And, you know, one of the things that came forward for me as I was thinking about this is, you know, how can we make just a slight pivot versus like a complete direction change? Often we think when we start thinking about making changes in our lives, we overload ourselves, we overwhelm ourselves with these extremes, these extreme ideas and huge ideologies around what, <laughs> what could or should is possible. And instead, what we need is just a slight little pivot, just a little tiny shift. And that shift creates space for what wants to come next. And those little tiny shifts are actually, when we, when we let ourselves do those, they feel easy, they feel natural. And then the next one begins to emerge really naturally. So for example, in my own life, um, I had been feeling a little disconnected from some of my sacred practices. And when Chris and I left on our summer vacation, I printed off a reflection ritual for myself, one that I agreed I would sit with every day. And I would just go through and whether I wrote it out or I just reflected on it in, um, within myself, I was going to do that. And, you know, there were a couple different practices I wanted to return to. So I decided I would start with that. So that's what I did. I started with that. And within that reflection ritual, I invited myself to ask myself questions about what is my body feeling? What are my emotions feeling? What is my mind saying or thinking or, or going through? And just really tuning into what is happening within me. And then from there, asking myself, how, how do I need to be nourished today? How do I need to be nurtured today? Yeah. Like, what does my body need? What does my mind need? What do my emotions need? What does my spirit need? And every day I would get different responses. Some days I would feel called to pick an oracle card. 
Some days I would feel called to climb up on a hill and meditate on a rock. Some days I'd feel called to play my flute. Some days I would feel called to let myself just surrender with the emotion that I was feeling. And what I found with giving myself the space to just listen and just create this reflection, this daily reflection, slowly those sacred practices that have always been really important to me and yet felt kind of distant for a while began feeling natural once again. And I began to hear my own voice again, my own, like, what do I really need? What is really going to be nurturing and supportive? And guess what started to pop back in? I started walking more. I started doing yoga again. I found myself back into more regular ceremony. I started spending time doing um, reading books that I had been wanting to read. And, you know, all of these things, you know, they sound like um, it should be so natural and easy. But when we're on a journey and we're in, in times of change where there's like a bit of uncertainty and chaos and doubt and, and things that create a, an unsettled feeling within ourselves, we get pulled away, we get distracted. And then sometimes we recognize how far we've gotten distracted and we want to push right back in to where we were before. But we actually need to nurture that space open. We need to nurture it open in such a way where we lovingly lay down some of those pieces of fear and doubt and worry and um, uncertainty and lay them down gently, honor them, love them, lay them down, and create space to really listen. What is really going to nourish me right now? What is really going to be an empowering, fresh start, a clean slate, something unexpected? Yeah, something unexpected. Mm-hmm. I think that is really what this, uh, this full moon is inviting us to do, to create that space for something delightfully unexpected, something that creates the opportunity to um, be more intimately present with ourselves, to fall in love with the very truth and core of who we are and to step forward with even more knowing and conviction in who we are. So with that, I want to, um, I want to invite you to, to just drop in with this full moon, spend a little time just nurturing you, listening within. And if it feels right to adopt that, that reflection of, what's happening within my mind, my body, and my spirit, or my emotions, go ahead and write those down and spend some time with those each day. And then the next question being, how do I need to be nourished today, physically, emotionally, and spiritually? Yeah. And let yourself listen, pay attention, and then take the inspired action. Take your next right step.
All right, my sacred friends, I'll be back again next week with another episode, another new episode. We are going to talk about the crystal altar of the month. And as I gave you a bit of a a preview, the um, central stone for this month is Danborite. So if you have any Danborite, I invite you to get a hold of that and carry it with you this month. It's going to be an incredible ally. Think love, think angelic connection, think about... um, like just that deep, deep, deep loving vision for the world. Yes. All right, my sacred friends, have a beautiful day. And as always, shine brightly. Hey, sacred friend. Thanks for tuning into this episode of The Crystal Shaman Life. If you like what you heard and you'd love to hear more, subscribe to our station through iTunes. And you can help others find our station by giving us a couple stars, a favorable review, and sharing with your friends. I wish you a beautiful day. Shine brightly.